that'd be a weird thing to get a, a like, greeting card or something. You are good at talking. <laughs> You're good to at me. talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's really boil our relationship down to just the pragmatics <laughs> of it. <laughs> Hey, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me is Catherine Cogart. Hey. 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 Uh, hey. Hi. Hey, Hugh. Oh, hey. hey. How have you been? I have been, oh my gosh, this week, let me tell you. Unbelievable. I want to hear all about it. Unboyable. <laughs> is that, <laughs> I, man, that better be something you talk about with your girlfriends over cocktails. I think it will be now. Unboyable. Unboyable. Oh, secrets out. Speaking of secrets, so I have a question for you, and I, I'm sure you've heard this before. Um, I feel like it was This American Life, or somehow John Hodgman was was related, which means you you've heard it. Um, but would you rather, uh, if, were you given a superpower? Would you rather be able to fly, or would you rather be invisible? Oh yeah, that was two years ago. Um... On the third of October. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was this. It was the summer of Visalia. Um... Woo! Summer of Visalia! <laughs> Doesn't that sound way better than it is? They have a... Uh, a, a Visalia, California is a, a sort of provincial... Uh, a suburban, provincial. ex Exurban uh, uh, previous farming, farming community. Uh, now it's sort of grown beyond that. I'm getting way too in the details. The point is, they have a street, uh, their main street, it's called Mooney Boulevard, and it has a sign that says no cruising, which always confused me until I discovered what it means, which is just when you drive cars in a circle, and you're not allowed to do that. It People, was like what they did on Friday nights yeah, in the past. Yeah, I definitely got yeah. hollered at a bunch of times, because I had a, a convertible VW Bug when I was in Visalia. Yeah. It, it, on the summer of Visalia. With with hydraulics. Yeah. And it was really warm yeah. out because it's Visalia, so I was wearing a tank top. And so I got mm -hmm. hollered at by people who are cruising Mooney Boulevard. And I'm like, I just needed to go to Best Buy really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. When you wear a tank top, like, it, it brings all the boys to the yard. That's the, what you're saying? Um, I guess so. <laughs> I guess there's something about shoulders. I don't know. Yeah. Because there's I'm no cleavage. I don't have any cleavage. Uh, let's just set aside the discussion of your cleavage for a different episode. Non-cleavage. Whatever. Uh, what would you pick? Uh, flying or, um, invisibility? Oh, um, flying. Flying. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I don't so, prescribe to what he was saying that episode, that it says something about your personality. That's interesting. Yeah. Really? So wh why, 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 can you expand upon why you don't think, uh... Those things reflect on anyone's personality? Okay. Well, I do think that they will say something about your personality, but as I recall, that episode was saying that if you want to be invisible, that implies that you are uh, maybe like a closed-off person, that you have something to hide. Mm. And the flying says that you're like charismatic and open and out there type of thing. See, I thought of it more as it's, you know, Superman versus Batman, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But no one says Batman... Is like an evil dude. Uh, many people prefer Batman. Yeah, but we but do. I, we I, all think that Batman is trying to hide something. Do, do, do we? I, I, don't I think do. I think that. He's well. He's he's trying to hide things from the people of Gotham for sure, and and his enemies. But aren't we all hiding things from our enemies? Well, so I would say that the uh, the real difference between someone who likes to fly and someone who would rather be invisible. I, I don't necessarily say that there is a value judgment 
uh, required there or, uh, you know, one's good, one's bad or mm-hmm. anything. But I think it, it's it's two different ways of getting stuff done, right? One is sort of being a figurehead and leading and, and um, or not leading, but like being a figurehead and like, uh, uh, yeah, in the Superman way. I'm going let me get out of this quick i'm gonna pull the emergency conversation hatch um, <laughs> point was my my real point was um you said flying right which surprised me because as i researched today's topic tunnels which is the the nemesis of uh bridges right i thought to myself that there was a real parallel here i feel like they both get people uh sort of around things that are not passable at ground level and yet one does it by being tucked away and the other does it by being sort of like a shining beacon one says, I'm not, uh, you know, one says, I'm going to stay out of the way. I don't want to ruin what's here because it's pretty great. And the other one says, like, I'm not going to ruin what's here. I'm going to make it better. Like, right. One's you know, a landmark and one's not. Exactly. Tunnels are not landmarks, except maybe the channel, but eh, it's not really a landmark. It's not a landmark because it's not like you can't, like, point to it. Like, um, in the way that yeah, Big exactly. Ben is a landmark where you're like, oh, it's Big Ben. Right. I, I've oriented <laughs> myself. Never, if you're there, never point to Big Ben because they will mark you as a tourist and you will be mobbed, mobbed with people trying to scam you out of money. This has happened to me literally twice in the exact same Really? Time. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, it's not like I'm like all about England or anything, but somehow I found myself in that one exact spot twice. And both times I was swindled out of money. Not a lot of money, like, you know, a pound, but like. <laughs> Wait, how did someone swindle you out of a pound? Uh... Well, the first time I was not a, a like seasoned traveler. I think it was like eighteen years old. And oh, okay. um and I think uh someone gave me like a little it was like tinfoil, uh, with like tissue paper in it and it was like rolled up to look like a rose, which was cute, and she like handed it out and then she said like, uh, you know, accepting donations, you know, that kinda like put it in your hand and then, you know, yeah. make you feel guilty kind of deal. Um and so I think I gave her, you know, a pound or I oh, know, okay. something. And then the other one Actually, the other one, I was I was much more seasoned at that point. Uh, I had spent the past few days um, uh, walking through Hong Kong and Macau with a backpack and two huge heavy suitcases. So I kind of felt like I could do anything. And um, yeah, and I was transiting through London because uh, this is an obnoxious story, but I was transiting through London and uh, I don't know how I ended up there, but I did. And someone was like, you know, I'm collecting money to help the poor, these poor children in the hospital. And she had a British accent. So, you know, of course, it was more, it seemed more legit. Right. Um, and uh, I remember just looking at her and I was like, all right. And I gave her a tuppence, you know, two pennies, basically, um, because I had found it on the street earlier. And I was like, I, I felt like that was the meanest way to handle that, to like get her hopes up by giving her money and then it being almost nothing. And then she said, I remember she said, it's not very much. And I said, yeah, that's all I have. And then just kept walking. So, Beggars can't be Ugh. choosers, lady on no, the street. Tunnels, Tunnels are secret in a lot of ways. Uh, the Except for the part between... where they're not secret, because if they were secret, then no one would be able to use them. And that what would be the point? Uh, I could use it and no one else, which would be way better, right? Oh, like the bat tunnel, of course. Yeah, like, uh, yes. Oh, of course, the bat tunnel. <laughs> Superheroes and tunnels. Um, they can be secret. I, I, I want to throw you a few examples of you at uh, sort of secret tunnels through the ages. Uh, the Coochie Tunnels. Have you heard of these? Coochie Tunnels? I may be mispronouncing it, but um, huh. they were they they are under much of Vietnam, 
And they helped the North Vietnamese win the war because basically it was an elaborate tunnel system through which they could pop out anywhere and attack people. Right. Okay. And the U.S. sort of strategy of uh, war making was not prepared for that because they're guerrilla warfare. Exactly. Yes. Let us learn the lessons of Vietnam. Let us learn Uh, the vocabulary from U.S. history. (laughs) Um. Wash. Uh, what are some good vocabulary words? Skip it. Uh, they used fake termite mounds as vents. Like the engineering here is pretty crazy. Also, totally miserable. Like you had to be stooped all the time. Everyone had like bugs in their clothes all the time. Termite uh, it, mounds. It sounded awful. Well, they was they were fake termite mounds, which I thought was impressive. That Ventilation is, impressive. is is very important in tunnel building, which uh, is just one of the many ways that tunnels require. To my eye, kind of a lot more engineering, or at least they're scarier to me than bridges. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, a bridge has a lot of supports and structure, but right uh, between the ventilation and then just figure out how to not let it collapse. I mean, yeah, it's not only do you have to worry about the collapsing issue because you're screwed either way if your bridge or tunnel collapses, um, mm-hmm. but now you have the added problem of ventilation, which just isn't an issue with bridges. Exactly, uh, and flooding. Um, if you're under a body of water. Exactly. So another tunnel, uh, the Korea Demilitarized Zone, has uh, a number of tunnels going from North Korea to South Korea because the North Koreans would use it to sneak in. Okay. And you you go all the way through the Demilitarized Zone, which is quite a large zone. Right. Um, and so through through the ages since the uh, Korean War, the South Koreans have been discovering these and sealing them off slowly. Aw. So a friend of mine, well, what are you going to do? Just leave it open? <laughs> Tourism. Well, no, they use it for tourism. A friend of mine was in Korea recently, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he went all the way through the underground tunnel to the door that is like, if you go to the other side of this door, you're in North Korea. So oh, cool. no one can go on the other side of the door. And it was just like heavily bolted. Um, and other then, famous, uh, I have other famous tunnels, if we're interested. I, I, would, I would love to hear one. Okay. What about the French catacombs? This is the, the sewers, correct? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Another, like... Civil War, the French Revolution used the catacombs to get around. Mm. Um, the nice. the tunnels in that episode of Avatar, which is my favorite episode of Avatar. Uh, were they tunnels? So this is important. Were they tunnels or secret passageways? Because I very nearly put a ton of secret passageways on here, and then we'll wait, wait, these aren't tunnels. You I know, mean, things they were... that go from like, you know, the the penthouses of buildings to the lobby. Those don't those don't count. No, no, no. It was uh, it. Like, it could fit that their giant um, air bison, right? So it. <laughs> oh, of course. Like, it could fit a, bore- a tunnel boring machine. <laughs> uh, well, we would have to, because I mean, tunnel boring machines make tunnels. Exactly. But in the Avatar universe, the tunnel boring machines were, of course, some sort of giant badger creature. That's. I. Badger well, moles. I want to say I prefer that. Yeah. Um, but the tunnel boring machine is amazing, and I, I don't even want to get into it yet. As are badger moles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty great. Yeah, uh, but no, it was a, it was a really big tunnel, and it, there were secret aspects to it. Hmm. In that, it was rumored that it is impossible to get through the tunnels. Uh, and and yet, this rumor was disproven. I imagine. Well, yeah, it's because they survived. Yeah. It's you not the to. last episode of Avatar. We don't tell enough stories about plans that don't work. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. That's true. Not yeah. enough failure in our stories. It's a real issue in our society. Yeah. To fail. But the, the NFPA definition, the National Fire Protection Agency, has a definition of a tunnel because that's important. It's an underground structure with design length of greater than 75 feet and diameter of 6 feet. So yes. underground. Yeah, the, the two t- lovers' caves. 
as they were called, meet these specifications. Uh, so tooth lovers? The two lovers. Tell me more. Well, that's, we talk that's about what once? it was called. That's what the Avatar caves are called. Oh, thank you. Tunnels. Yeah. Um, now, these French catacombs, I don't think, meet the width requirement for that. They're, they're not wide enough in diameter. Yeah. Hmm. Do the these North Korean tunnels fit that? I believe so. I could be wrong, but I, I believe they are, are actually big enough. Okay. Remind me what the width was again? Of the uh, NFPA definition? Yeah. Uh, six feet. Six feet in diameter. Really? Although you wonder, if it's not round, well, like, what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. I, I also am curious if the NFPA has a definition for something that doesn't meet those standards. Do they just not regulate it? Or do they go like, oh, well, that's a um, crawl space, and that has different rules. Well, crawl spaces have to have their own safety regulations, I imagine. I imagine they would. And yeah. I think they would also recommend uh, more safety equipment for a crawl space. Would like, be the what major kind of difference. safety equipment are you thinking of? Like a hard hat, probably? Hmm. Oh, so I was thinking of a crawl space in like an attic. Yeah. You know, like if a house, you'd say wear a hard hat when you go up into your storage you're area. Because you your head. Right. I'm saying if you're I, being really intense about safety equipment, you should probably be you, wearing a hard hat. The problem with hard hats, and I don't know if you've, if you've had this issue, um, is that I tend to bump my head a lot more when I wear them because I, I can't too. see. <laughs> no. And like, yeah, it's fine because I'm wearing a hard hat, but at the same time. I think that's really, the logic. It's that you're going to bump your head more, but. I remember when we were um, uh, building uh, the last uh, pilot plant that I worked on, there was this one spot where they, they put in the steel on, like, a catwalk, and I kept bumping my head on this, like, um, there was a second level to the catwalk that was pretty low. Like, oh, okay. it was, you know, only five feet up, so I would hit my head. And um, I said, like, can we, like, put a sign there or something? And I, like, kind of argued for this until, like, for about 30 seconds before I went, you just hit your head on the side. Anyway, crawl spaces... Like baby tunnels, huh? Yeah. Baby tunnels. In the sky. Right. La, da, 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 da. That's my favorite uh, Beatles song from their psychedelic period. Baby we'll tunnels in the sky. Right back on the Doom to Fail podcast. Baby, baby tunnels in the sky. We're back on the Doom to Fail podcast, and we talked briefly about how terrifying tunnel building is. I think it's scary. What do you think? I think it's cool. Yeah? yeah. No, no, I think it's cool, but it's also like, I think it's cool because it's terrifying. Yeah. It makes it epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have I to agree. have a little, you got to live on the edge, right? Exactly. Um, what, 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 what do you find appealing about tunnels? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Why do I like tunnels so much? Um... I think they're great. I mean, you know. Let's see. What why was not? I? Definitely from some podcasts that I'm sure you listen to, too. Um, I listen to all podcasts. Oh, no. This isn't a podcast. Uh, so Then th- I've never heard of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was watching a travel show on Hulu, and I learned that San Francisco used to have, like, a viaduct. 
um, like by the pier, like by their hmm. piers and like by their waterfront. But then they turned it into a tunnel and that like significantly increased their tourism because suddenly it's much more appealing uh, to be around. What tunnel? I don't know. I don't remember. So San Francisco used to have the Embarcadero Highway. Yeah, I think um, that's what it was. Yeah, and that definitely like sucked. And then they got rid of that. But I haven't heard of them making it into a tunnel. They are planning on doing sort of a Trans Bay tunnel um, that the bus systems will move through. This is like in the 30s. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I told my dad about it and he's like, oh yeah, the such and such. That's interesting. There was the Market Street uh, Railway, which is underground. Maybe. <coughs> Maybe. Maybe. I wasn't paying close right. enough attention. Anyway, I got really excited because that's essentially what we're planning to do to our waterfront here in Seattle. Yeah, that, uh, what is that, Alaska Way or something? Yeah. We're getting yeah, rid awful. of Alaska Way. Get it out of here. It's hideous. Yeah. Yeah, it, bra- it like, essentially blocks the sunset. That's all it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, yeah, yeah, it removes the city from the waterfront, um, which sucks, I guess. I mean, like, I don't like it. No. It makes it makes it, uh, highways create amazing like differences. I don't know. Any highway I've ever crossed, there's always a wrong side of the highway, don't you think? Um yeah, even if that wrong side only lasts for like a block and mm-hmm. then it's fine again, there's always a wrong side. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dividing Trouble. thing. But yeah, that's great. Are they going to make a tunnel out of that? Or? Yeah, they're making a tunnel. Well, they're expanding the current tunnel to go down to the waterfront. Oh, yeah, they got to get that tunnel going. I mean, They do. I say get more things underground in Seattle. Uh, and just every once in a while, they'll have pictures in the paper of, like, the tunnel boring machine reaching, like, a destination. And I just think it's the most impressive thing. So let's talk about the tunnel boring machine. Let's because they're the coolest! They're really cool. Um, so uh, uh, traditionally with tunnels, I mean, you just had dudes dig underground, basically, and then install, like, supports to keep the ground from falling on them. Right. Um uh, or you did a sort of uh, blast thing, uh, so you would put dynamite in really strategic locations, which is cool in itself, and like so it would blow a loosely uh, circular hole, and then you would clear Smooth it all the rubble and then do it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now they use tunnel boring machines, which is the best thing, right? Because a picture uh, to me, these things look like the like evil robot ships from the Matrix or something. Like they really look like they are from the future. Um, they do, yeah. They because look really they're evil. huge. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. And and I think I, I distrust things that don't have an aerodynamic front to them. And a tunnel boring machine has a flat circular front. It's like a big cylinder. Like picture a cylinder in your head, right? Okay. Right, and so the front of it is just you push the the front circle against some you know ground mm-hmm. and it's uh got a big spinning uh head there with a bunch of like uh little circular cutting blades inside of that big spinning head and so it chips away or if it's soft ground it digs through it oh so it's not um, a cone like a drill bit type of thing no 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 no, no, no. Interesting. it's flat which is why i further uh distrust them is because i think anything that isn't aerodynamic looks like it's made for space or something so it looks like an evil alien ship or something like that yeah How do you have you seen are, do, how do you get a tunnel boring machine into the ground in the first place? Because it can't dig down. It can only dig that, sideways. It's a great question. I I wish I knew. All I all I read about them was that um, if it's a small project, they won't bring one in because they're so difficult to transport. Yeah. Because here's the other cool thing about them is that uh, once they're in the ground, so picture the cylinder. It's like inside of the tunnel. Right. 
And every time uh, it moves, it needs to. It doesn't have wheels or anything, and so it basically has these flippers, and it sort of swims through the ground. Like it's totally a crazy badger mole. Probably. <laughs> um, no, it's great. So it has this this big spinning head that's cutting, and then it has to apply pressure forward as it cuts because you know that's how you cut things, I guess. So you I have guess something sharp the and wheels forward. wouldn't give like enough friction. I think to that push might against? be it. And also, um, I guess I'm not sure. Well, it, uh, that wouldn't totally make sense. Maybe it would work, but the thing that the reason that they do it the way they do is, um, so you're picturing it here. It's uh, it's it's pushing forward, and the way it's doing that is it has two flippers that are braced against the side of the tunnel that it's already dug, right. and it slowly, with hydraulic pressure, pushes itself forward. It, it makes like a breaststroke, and so as it's pushing, it's able to continue, put a continuous and, and equal pressure on the tunnel front on the. Whatever they call that. Gotcha. The tunnel face. The tunnel gotcha. face is the technical term. Okay. And then what it does once it's finished its stroke is it lowers these supports that, like, let it stand on legs, and then it resets its, its like, uh, flippers. Oh, interesting. And then does the whole thing That's again. That's why it takes so long. Okay. Because, no, and here's the thing. I mean, th- th- at first I was like, boy, why is it taking so long? But it's a factory. It's a factory that swims through the ground. It's totally incredible. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> because they actually have... Um, they have ones where they build supports and they put in the concrete as it goes. So, like, imagine you're drilling through, like, soft, muddy um, ground. Right. Well, so it's not going to be able to do that swimming stroke because it can't push against anything. Right. And so what it does there instead is it'll – the very front of this long cylinder is, like, a drilling thing. And then it actually has um, sort of slats inside the, the face of it where – Everything it drills out falls into those slats, which falls down behind the, the drilling face onto a conveyor belt, which is then carried towards the back. Behind that is some kind of setup to either put in, like, steel support structures or concrete rings. And so part of its process will be to, every time it gets, let's say, six feet, it'll put a new six-foot uh, concrete ring in and it's, and then allow that to set. And it's automatic. I mean, it's not automatic-automatic, but it's automatic the same way a... You know, uh, a petroleum distillery is automatic. It's like, right. well, you got to have a few guys to run it, but like, but like, it's just doing it. It's better than having people do it. Yeah, you're not. You, no one's sitting there with like a, a mason, uh, whatever you call it, um, a slidey masony thing. Slidey masony thing, of course. The technical <laughs> term. What are those called? Um, uh, if you know the name, let us know. Yeah, I don't know. Da 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 da. And they have these things up to 20, 20 meters in diameter. That's oh, the largest okay. one ever. 20 how meters. Get, how do you get it out of the ground feet. when you're done? This is the, the exact same reason I didn't know how to get it in. I'm not sure how to get it out. Okay. I did see a picture of it breaking through once. So presumably you dig a, a tunnel. Right. I guess, I guess sometimes you have to... All right. So this is what I'm picturing. Stick with me. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm supposing. But let's say you have an underground thing. Uh, you want to dig a, a tunnel under Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ground is so the you want to enter at ground level and leave at ground level, and you want to be completely underground otherwise. It's not like you're trying to dig through a mountain right. flat the whole way. Right. So I would imagine what you do is you use sort of traditional digging machinery to dig out the ramp going down, uh-huh. and then um, then you bring in through whatever means you're supposed to bring in on on a big truck, I guess this uh, giant tunnel boring machine, giant. Tunnel boring machine. I don't know if I've been clear about this. It's crazy. It's very big. Um, and uh, 
and then you have that that push in, and then on the other side you would also pre-dig the section and have it kind of swim out. Okay. And then you'd load it back up on a giant truck or something and, and bring it bring it out. Okay, interesting. So that's that's how I'd do it. I guess well, I don't know for yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I did see a picture of a of a, a tunnel boring machine breaking through and a man crawling out from the cutting uh head, like once it had been shut down. Oh really? <laughs> he was just like, Hello, I'm an emissary from the other side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Ah, uh, boy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It is cool, and we will be right back on the Doom and Fail podcast. We are back on the Doom to Fail podcast, and I forgot one more great fact about tunnel boring machines, which is that uh, they can even pressurize the earth automatically. What does so that, that even mean? Well, so you need to apply back pressure, right? Because um, if you're underground, there is something like the ground pushes at you. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and There's then so gravity these... and it wants to fall down on you. Right. And, and also um, coming forward. Uh, especially if there's water, if there's water where you're trying to drill the tunnel, you know, like uh, really? groundwater. Um, so yeah, so there's some pressure involved there. Well, I mean, uh, wa- water underground uh, dissolved in soil, um, or I guess, no, it's dissolved in, what is that called? When when a liquid is in a soil, like a sponge. Oh, an aquifer? I guess that's what I mean, but uh, there's some term about like the state of being that that is. Oh. Like, it's the opposite of dissolved, basically. I don't remember. That's eh, not important. Picture a sponge. And um, uh, if you were drilling towards the bottom of the sponge, well, all the water that's in the top of the sponge would be sort of pushing at you into that hole that you've just made, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so what uh, the drilling machines is they have automatic sensors that will apply exactly equal pressure so that they're not even disturbing, like, the ground around it. And so nothing really shifts except for the tunnel. Everything goes smooth What do they easy. do? What happens when it leaves? Like, how does it remain... How does oh, that well, pressure beca- remain? Because it is building um, the tunnel as it goes, the tunnel provides the back pressure on on the, the soil. Okay, I guess that kind of right? makes sense. So picture concrete rings. Not the and... con- Oh, so the concrete rings are what's doing this. Or steel struts. Or, I mean, there's okay. a lot of different ways no, to... that makes sense. What, whatever the structural material is being pushed in on all directions by the ground, and it is pushing back equally. Gotcha. You know, like yeah. in physics. Like in <laughs> physics. Gotcha. Um... 
There's, I came across uh, Tunnels and Tunneling International Magazine. Very, uh, You know I love professional magazines. And this one was so excited about everything, including the 2012 Tunnel Awards coming soon. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Oh man, I don't know, like what? And they were they were crazy. They were like most inventive tunnel. Like, <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be the best. That's gonna be great. Can we live tweet that? I I would love to. I can't imagine that there is a televised conference, but maybe Darn. or okay. award ceremony. Okay. All right. You have a uh, um, closing. Closing arguments on tunnels. Yeah. Um, I think tunnels are better than bridges. All right. Well, I think we can all get along. See our Facebook poll to find out who is correct. Uh, I'm going to be wrong again, just like I was with bridges. I was surprised about that bridges thing. People just love bridges. I told you. It's kind of a self-selecting group, I guess. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Well, we will see you all next week. Okay. Happy week having. Happy Bye. week having. Bye. Take me home. I'm feeling stressed. Put down your phone and I'll tell you what's happening next. Honey, you're passing the test. She sees what she wants to see.